teach and he would teach. He would teach what I'm teaching you today. He would teach that the Holy Spirit has already been poured out. It is the promise of the Father for you to receive Him in that way. For you to have Him come upon you. And for Him to baptize you with His Spirit. For you to speak with other tongues. And to operate in His power and in His ability. It is already the will of God. It is already the desire of God. All that you and I have is the receiving part. We receive. Just open the gift. Open the gift. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. He said they prayed for them that they might receive. For as yet he was fallen upon. How many times have we seen the word upon just in the scriptures we've been looking at? John chapter 1, the, the, John the Baptist said, Upon whom you see the Spirit descending. And I give witness today that I saw the Spirit des- descend upon. Jesus said, When the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Amen? Amen. He said, As of yet he was fallen upon none of them, only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. They were saved, but they weren't filled. Then laid they their hands on them, and they did what? They received. They received. They received the Holy Spirit. They received the Holy Spirit. Can I show you one more example? Acts chapter 10. This is vital. This is vital for us to be equipped with all that Jesus has equipped us with, including this baptism in the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit to be able to do. Jesus needed the Holy Spirit. He was led by the Spirit. He was guided by the Spirit. The Spirit led Him into the wilderness. And we need the Holy Spirit. We need the help of the Holy Spirit to do what Jesus did. Acts chapter 10. This is uh, the sermon that Peter is preaching in the house of a Gentile. At this moment, no Gentiles had been saved. And God even had to bring Peter here after giving him a vision. He gave him a vision and in that vision told him, Do not call unclean what I call clean. And then after he came out of that vision, the Holy Spirit spoke to him and said to him, There are three men downstairs seeking you at the gate, go with them. And when he went with them, he goes to Cornelius's house. And Cornelius has his whole family. He's got the whole family gathered together. And following with Peter were other Jewish believers who did not think it was possible for anybody outside of being Jewish to receive God, to be saved. They didn't think that you could even be saved if you're not Jewish. But they followed Peter, and Peter is here preaching Jesus to them. And he, it says here in verse 44, we see a portion of his, his uh, sermon. And then it, it says in verse 44, while Peter yet spoke these words. So in the middle of his sermon, he hasn't called an altar call. He's not laying hands on people. He's not praying for people yet. He is still preaching his message about how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. He's preaching that message of Jesus being anointed by God, how the Holy Spirit, and as he's preaching, the Holy Spirit fell on all of them. 
The Holy Spirit descended upon all of them. The Holy Spirit came upon them, fell on all of them. As they were hearing the word, the Holy Spirit descended into that room and ministered to those people. And they got saved and filled with the Holy Spirit without having hands laid on them, without anybody praying for them. They were saved because they were believing in their heart. They got saved and then it says that the Holy Spirit fell on them and they of the circumcision which believed were astonished. These Jewish believers were surprised. They were astonished because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Spirit for they heard them speak with tongues. How did they know the Holy Spirit had been poured upon them? What was evidence to these believers? I mean, they didn't even think they could be saved. But not only now do they say, not, you, you, you didn't just get saved. You didn't just get saved. You got saved and filled. Because you are now speaking with the same Holy Spirit that we've been speaking with. They heard them speak with tongues and it was evidence to them that they, these people had received the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the promise of the Father. What? They heard them who spoke with tongues? They did. Them, them spoke with tongues. <laughs> they heard them. Them spoke. All of these family of Cornelius, Cornelius and all of his family sitting there, they spoke with tongues and magnified God. Praise God. Praise God. They heard them speak with tongues, and magnify God. Praise God. Why? The Holy Spirit came upon them. The Holy Spirit came upon them. Hallelujah. They were, they received. Received. They were ready to receive. Disciples were there in that room, ready to receive. We're here. Jesus told us to wait for the promise of the Father. Jesus told us to receive upon us. And when we do, we'll receive power. So we're here ready to receive. In Acts chapter 8, they heard that they were saved and they came and they said to them, prayed that they would receive and they received. We hear receptive, open, and ready for the God they received. Can I give you one more? Can I just give you one more? How many closes? Can I have more than get more, just one more close? <laughs> Acts chapter 19. You know, when, when you look at these examples, you see how that in the early church, in the beginning days of the church, how that the leaders in the church made an emphasis, if you're saved, do you have the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues? That's what happened in Acts chapter 8. They went immediately when they heard that people were getting saved and sent them for the purpose of helping them receive the Holy Spirit. We see here in Acts chapter 19 another example of that. It says in verse 1, it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, 
Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples, this is the first question he asked them. Finding certain disciples, he said unto them, Have you... It's, it says received. He didn't say, Has the Holy Spirit been given to you? Has, has the Holy Spirit... Has, has, has God given you the Holy Spirit? He says, Have you received? Do you see the receiving? Have you received the Holy Spirit? They said, What? What? We didn't know about the Holy Spirit. Tell me more about the Holy Spirit. And he said, Well... Under what are you baptized? And they said, under John's baptism. He said, well, John came preaching Jesus. And so Paul preached Jesus to them. They received Jesus. They were baptized in water under Jesus' baptism. And then look what happens. It says in 6, And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. They just got saved. They just got saved. And we see a manifestation of the gift as the Spirit wills. Because being a, the ability to operate in any of the gifts of the Spirit, tongues, interpretation of tongues, the word of wisdom, a gift of healing, it doesn't mean we're mature. It doesn't make us spiritually mature. The mark of spiritual maturity is your love walk. How, how you're developed in love, how we are developed in love. They just got saved and they prophesied. Now again, we can't take any glory for the light coming through. We're just the conductor of the light. We're just the conductor of the power. Without being plugged into the power supply, there's no light coming through the wire. The wire can't take glory for the power. It can't turn it on. It can't turn it off. It just is, If it stays plugged in, it'll work. If we'll just stay plugged in and give God all the glory for the power. But if you start to say, Whoa, look, I laid hands on them and they got healed. Look what I did. Look what Michelle has done. No, that's not how the song goes. That's not how the song goes. Don't look at me. That's what happened. They came to Peter and John when they healed the man at the gate beautiful and they said, look what Peter and John have done. He said, no, you got the song wrong. That's not how it goes. It's not what Peter and John have done. Don't look at us. It wasn't us. It was Jesus. Faith in his name made this man whole. Amen? But they received... They received the Holy Spirit and the evidence that they received the Holy Spirit was that they spoke in tongues. The speaking in tongues is, is not the end all that God is, is, is aiming for. It's an evidence of being filled. And, and praise God for the ability that He brings through us because Romans chapter 8 says that when we don't know how to pray, the way we ought to pray about things, we don't know how to pray for as we ought, that the Holy Spirit, He comes alongside of us to help. He grabs a hold of that thing we're praying for, and as we pray in tongues, we pray the perfect will of God. He, there, there are so many benefits 
along with. But the end in itself is not to get you to speak in tongues. The end that he's aiming for is that you would have the Holy Spirit come upon you. And not just once. He says that we are to be being filled with the Spirit of God. That's not talking about the indwelling. He says, be being filled. In other words, you need the Holy Spirit coming upon you often. Coming upon you in your personal time in prayer. Coming upon you as you're presenting the offerings to the Lord. The Holy Spirit, He comes upon us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And He said, be being filled. Be being filled. Make it a constant filling. Make it constant that you are continually coming into his presence. And, and the evidence, again, is that speaking. Hallelujah. Praise God. Receiving. If you're here today and you've never received the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, receive today. I'll open up this altar to you. I will release my faith like the Apostle Paul who laid his hands upon these believers at Ephesus. Like Peter and John who came up to Samaria to lay their hands on those believers in Samaria. I'll lay my hands. If you'll receive, I'll lay my hands on you today. And the Holy Spirit desires to fill you. Jesus desires to baptize you with the Holy Spirit today. The only requirement is that you know Jesus as Lord. If you're here today and you've never received Jesus as Lord, I open these altars to you today as well. Today is the day of salvation. Receive the Lordship of Jesus Christ and all that He provides in that Lordship, which includes the new life, the eternal life of God dwelling on the inside of you, your sins being washed away, your name being written in the Lamb's book of life. Amen. There are... There's everything to gain and nothing to lose by receiving and accepting all that He has for you. I don't want to just make this available today. If that's you and and you desire to receive Jesus as Lord or you desire to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit, today is the day to receive of the Lord. He has built your faith and brought you to this place of understanding that this is His desire for you. This is His will for you. That you would be endued with power from on high. That you would receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, which is the promise of the Father. Come from where you are and receive today. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Just lift your hands and worship the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for all that you make out available to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're already filled with the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in other tongues, be being filled and just let Him give you a fresh infilling right now. Just begin to speak out of your heart with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Speak out of your heart with, with uh, the utterances that He brings to you. Let the church be the church. We worship you, Lord, and we magnify you, and we give you glory and honor and praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for fullness. Thank you, Lord, for fullness. 
Thank you, Lord, for fullness. Receive, receive, receive fullness this morning. Receive fullness this morning. Receive fullness this morning. Receive. Receive, receive. Don't go out of here empty today because the, the one who fills all in all is walking in our midst. He's moving among us. The one who fills all in all, he desires for you to leave this place today filled, filled with joy, filled with peace, filled with, with strength, filled with wisdom, filled with his spirit, filled, filled, receive of his fullness today. Shall I say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Filled, filled, filled. Be being filled. Lele ale asala le ala shine no me ama mini te ara baraba kokoriam buria Kelele ara ri ara ba ko se ama baba ko she andare ara ba ko ke ara ba hai Kere abo se ama yi she ama ene alari ande buria hai Kere ate te andara ba ko kokoriara ba hai Thank you Lord Thank you Father Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for fullness. Father, I receive for this congregation of your fullness. I desire, as a leader in this congregation, Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus for there to be a fullness within our company, a fullness within our family, a fullness, a fullness, a fullness, a fullness that unites, a fullness a profiting, a profiting, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God.